ಶ್ರೀಗಣೇಶಾ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲಾ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಭಾರತ್ ಕಲೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ವರ್ಕ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೆ ಎ ಕೃಷ್ಣಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಅಯ್ಯರ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಸೆವೆಂತ್ ಬುಕ್ ಅಮಂಗ್ ದ ಇಂಗ್ಲಿಷ್ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಪಬ್ಲಿಷ್ಡ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಅಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ ಪಬ್ಲಿಷ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಅಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ ಕಾರ್ಯಾಲಯ ಹೊಡೆನರಸಿಪುರ ಬ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಳೂರ್ ಇನ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಬೀನ್ ಸೀಯಿಂಗ್ meditations in five sessions today's is the sixth session inference of the world illogical so the meaning of the world is illogical inference the final uh, truth of the world about the, about the world is illogical but here we are passing beyond the sphere of logic and inference an inference to be valid is based on previous experience and <coughs> experience implies perception we cannot be said therefore to have any have any experience of the external world for it is admittedly unperceptible how then can we thrust our power of inference into a sphere for which it is not intended where it is not valid if our experience of the percept be resolved into its primary elements we find every object to exhibit a number of attributes contribute corresponding to our organs of perception namely sound form touch smell taste etc that is to say every object resolves itself into a mere bundle of attributes if one argues that attributes imply a real thing wherein they inher that they are otherwise supportless and that every gunam attribute presupposes a guni that which has those attributes then we question him is your support or guni perceptible or imperceptible if the former it again is if the former it again is resolvable into mere attributes if the later human experience will not warrant an inference touching it we have two radical means of knowledge consciousness and experience by the former we recognize the self by the later we acquire a perception of the world individuals composing the world no less unreal if the world is a dream so are the individuals composing it the living and the lifeless for what i see in men and things outside of me are a manifestation of myself and not a number of selves independent of me and those that have embodied themselves in each instance so the long so the long and the short of it all is this i am the self the true all else the world is unreal is my own dream and nothing more berkeley's error berkeley whose genius to comprehend metaphysical mysteries is rarely overpassed has arrived at every one of the metaphysical truths but from the realistic instincts from which he could not shake himself free he has formed a system of his own containing many incorrect in uh, irreconcilable elements the fact is his very 
primary belief in the unreality of the objective universe was considered so very wide a departure from the common sense that he had not the necessary boldness to try the highest flight the world you see says he is your dream the world i see is my dream the only peculiarity is that they agree in many respects here it may be interrogated if the world i see in my dream where is room left for any other world that is not filled with your world strictly speaking therefore there cannot be a number of dreamers or a number of selves nor is there any validity to be attached to the feeling of their agreement that we may entertain no uniformity and so in the world to be accounted for berkeley and a number of idealists have been from time out of mind victims of one other realistic delusion which is not a little inconsistent with their bold position having proved as far as proof is possible of the statement that the world is a myth a fiction a dream etc they have exercised their minds most woefully about the regularity uniformity and precision of the laws which regulate the universe doubting whether these were owing to the objective order of the world or the subjective laws of the mind now regularity and their train depend upon a number of points of agreement observed in things at one time or at different times in succession these again these again depend upon their individual and objective existence in space and time but we have conjured away space and time as a subjective functions of the intellect and have shown objectivity itself to be a fiction of the mind where then remains from this point of view any regularity and so to be accounted for the difficulty no doubt is felt by the idealist while on his way from natural realism to perfect idealism but it unmistakably points to his realistic notions about the reality of the individual beings individual things etc when once however the superior light dawns on his mind but that there is no other thing than the self that otherness itself is illusive the uniformity of laws etc disappear from before him like mist before the sun reality of the world cannot be shifted to the atoms if the reality of the world is shifted to the atoms composing it then these should be considered as their uh, as either mathematically or physically indivisible if the form if the former they cannot combine to form anything at all if they are only physically indivisible then they must be conceived to be very small possessing some form and as filling some place some space now we observe that everything becomes indivisible in proportion to its size as it then requires more force to divide it than we could command there is no reason therefore to believe that when a thing is reduced to the least size possible then it passes the limit of in, uh, divisibility by any means at our command nor can it be comprehended by the laws of nature which act in a direct proportion so long as we are dealing with the things occupying perceptible space and possessing form should when we are fancying inconceivably small things change of a sudden into the very reverse of the former 
the burden of proof here rests on those who put forward such a commercial hypothesis as the atoms the real cause for marvel is that when once you push your realistic brother to the fundamental points of his faith all obstinate clinging to reality vanishes and he takes refuge in a number of untenable incomprehensible mental vagaries which he calls theories thereby indirectly evidencing the truth of idealism itself without in his frenzy mending their inconsistency or ridiculousness while the idealistic notwithstanding the distrust with which he is viewed keeps his statements strictly confined to the data of experience and never once reveals beyond them to trouble himself about theories or webs of the latest imagination the so called stability of a thing due to a priori laws of the mind it is only the highest degree of stability or persistence of substance in the midst of surrounding changes that can be taken as satisfactory proof of the things reality but the stability that is broken by intervals however much of regularity it might exhibit is not worthy of the name in the highest sense besides the so called stability is simply owing to the power of prediction we have by reason of the immutable a priori laws of the intellect so here we end the sixth session hari rahman om tat sat